Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the very first episode of Texans 22. I've got Leo here. He is Leo is Forgiven on Twitter and I'm Brown Chubby Bear, aka VT. Leo, how are you celebrating this victory over the Denver Broncos? <laughs> man, I'm going to just get some nice sleep, bro, because uh, I just need to fucking just drink some water, man, and uh, just <laughs> relax because, man, that had me definitely on the edge of my seat to the end of it, bro. Like, it was crazy, man. Crazy definitely, game. definitely, definitely. Um, so, obviously, if you're here, you know that the Texans won over the Broncos 22-17. It was a an incredible game because it lasted until the very last minute. Um, but, you know, this, you know, the Texans are going to give me a heart attack, man. I mean, this is what the third or fourth game that came down to the last 30 seconds in this, in this case, in the last 15 seconds. Um, there were some great things to talk about. And I, and I think the defense there, you know, we have to talk about the defense, um, but the offense wasn't as great, but you know, let's start with the positive. I, I don't know. You know, it wasn't, <laughs> he didn't have a three sack performance, you know, which I guess was a, like a real, real crazy breakout game, but he definitely had a breakout game with multiple sacks. Um, he was a, a very positive, you know, just a very positive force today, pretty much from the start to the end from the block. I think he got a sack then a block uh, or was it like a block field goal or something early? He had a pass deflection. So oh, okay. so so it was two sacks, a pass deflection, five tackles, three solo tackles. Okay. Um yeah. I mean, he he was a game record. The stats don't even do it justice, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, when you say, you know, five tackles, whatever, but you know, that doesn't even chill the pressures that he gave. Um, you know, the the final pressure, uh or not the final pressure, the one of the interceptions that Derek Stingley got was because of a Will Anderson pressure on Russell Wilson. Uh, one of the downs um, that, that Russell Wilson had to waste was because Will Anderson was putting the pressure on him and he had to throw the ball away. Mm -hmm. Those those things don't end up on the stat sheet uh, yeah. unless you go to the advanced statistics. So, you know, the stat sheet of showing only, what well, I could say only, two sacks, one pass deflection of five tackles literally does not do what he did uh, any and, justice whatsoever. And two TFLs also, so. Is that too? Yeah, I mean, in the run game, um, you know, we, we did a, we did a great job, honestly. Um, you know, defense overall, we held Javante Williams to forty six yards, three point five yards per carry. Um, you know, I I had talked about the fact that they do run the ball well, um, but we stopped them. Um, you know, we were averaging before this game uh, three point six yards per carry, so we actually performed better than what we have overall. Yeah. Um, so that was that was great to see um and you know focusing on on the defense um Derek Stingley two interceptions four pass deflections um I mean this is an insane game uh you know with defense we, we just talked about Will Anna so we just talked about Derek Stingley um you know, Derek Stingley shut me up, and I'm sure Will Anderson is is shutting up uh, some of his dissenters. You know, I had issues with Derek Stingley's health. 
Um, but he's back. He's been healthy, and he's been balling out. What do you have to say about Derek Stingley? I mean, this is why you drafted him three overall. You know, um, I was just talking to one of my good friends, Josh. Like, you know, we were talking about um, – if you think about it, bro, even Derek Stingley's rookie year, I mean, rookie year, freshman year in college was, you know, just him scratching the surface of what he could be. And then so we haven't even necessarily fully seen like a like a fully optimized Stingley yet. Like you got one of the most high high ceiling players, you know, what I'm saying in the draft that year. And he fell to three because of like, you know, a lot of inconsistencies around him and, you know, injury issues at LSU. So, I mean, I'm happy that we drafted him, man. I know that. You know, a lot of people always, you know, I mean, us in general, when we made the pick, we thought that, you know, everybody, it, it makes sense to build from the lines or from the trenches and out. But I mean, at the same time, you have to make the decisions based on the players that are available for you. And, and he was the best player, the most high ceiling player on the board. And, you know, what I'm saying like the second pick. I mean, well, really, the first of all, it seems like every time the ball touches his hands, it's a, it's a, like it, you know, as long as nobody's, it's a contested catch, like he's gonna get it, you know what I mean? Um, so that was the first pick off the Will Anderson tip. The second one, man, was was just insane. I mean, it was it was like some Ed Reed type shit. It was like, I mean, he he had to make up like. How many yards? It was like almost – it felt like 10 yards. And, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that when Russ threw that ball, like, he felt like it was a touchdown. You know what I mean? Right, and, right. And, like, I mean, Stingley came out of nowhere, man. And, I mean, just fully extended, you know. I'm. It was one of the – like I was telling my friend, bro, it was one of the most uh, – I, I think that was probably, like, the best interception I had almost ever seen <laughs> as a – tech, like, on the Texans. You know what I mean? So – I, I'm I'm excited we have him, bro. And I think, you know, I mean, what what more can you say, you know? Dude, dude played yeah. a tremendous game. I, I think it was a quality interceptions. I mean, every once in a while you're gonna get um you're gonna see, you know, easy interceptions. I think that it, you could talk about, for example, Bryce Young um through two pick sixes, um, and those were to Kenny Moore, but those were pretty much easy interceptions. I mean, for the most part. Um, Bryce Young threw it right to the DB. This is a case where Derek Stingley had to go hunt and get him and fight for him. And, you know, that's something that I found uh, obviously uh, amazing. Um, so we talked about Will Anderson. We talked about Derek Stingley. Jonathan Gennard, he came in with the sack himself. Didn't have the day that Will Anderson did, but had a good day. Um, helped in the run game, got a sack. Uh, what do you think about Gennard? Oh, I, I mean, Gennard also um... – he played really, really well too. I mean, ended up getting like the game winning pressure. You know what I'm saying? They ended up, you know, forcing forcing or, or helping helping force a, a third third interception in the end zone to seal the game. So can't you know, another thing, like you can't really say that much more about his, his performance today, too. I mean, when he when you absolutely needed him, he showed up. I think his sack was in the fourth quarter as well, too, right? It was in the second half for sure. So you Yeah, know, it was definitely the second half. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, Jimmy Ward, who comes away with the game-winning interception. Um, love to see him on the field. I did think that the penalty that they that they called him on was pretty ridiculous, if you ask me. Um, it didn't seem like – I mean, the slide was late, first of all. And he did wasn't going like – it wasn't like a head-to-head. -head. It was a shoulder hit. I don't understand why they – well, I guess I do understand. They, they basically are um, – not playing real football anymore when it comes to quarterbacks. I don't think there's anything you can do because it is so inconsistent. Um, 
Ward talked about this, and he actually said the words, sooner or later, the NFL is going to be playing flag football. So, I mean, I mean, I don't think the penalty was a worthy penalty. Um, you know, I could be unbiased and and say, like, when a penalty and, and is good or a bad. That was a dumb penalty. And it extended the drive that shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I, I thought he slid late. And, I mean, at some point, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had already got, gone into the motion to tackle him. You know what I'm saying? After, you know, before he had slid. So, I, I thought it was a crazy it was a, it was a weird time to throw the flag, and I think that was on the last drive, right, or the second to last drive. It, it was, was in the. It, it was pretty late. I don't. Yeah, remember yeah, it, yeah. But so it, yeah, it was pretty late. I kind of felt like it. It, it kind of changed the game because they had a decently long drive. I mean, honestly, too, uh, to bring up since we're kind of talking about it. I mean, Sean Payton, the way that they kind of stretched the game at the end of the game to make sure they held the ball last was was pretty pretty good on their part they they fell short at the end of the day but you know it, it was they definitely you know made, took made it a point that we were not going to touch the ball again right and right. um you know so so we needed the defense to definitely like you know do do what they did and they did so right um so now let's talk about the offense just a little bit um no, in, in my opinion the offense just wasn't there um, and it's not necessarily one person's fault. Um, I think that Stroud, you know, he overthrew a couple of passes, um, but you also you also had drop passes. So he had, you went 16 for 27, so that's 59%, 274 yards and a touchdown, no, in, no interceptions. Um, and even though he did have a fumble, it was recovered by George Vance. So, you know, nothing really shows up negatively um, because it wasn't, it wasn't lost. Uh, on, on the stat sheet. So, you know, you could say it's all right, right? Stat-wise, almost 60%, 270 yards, almost a 300-yard game and a touchdown. Um, but he didn't have the game that I expected him to have because, um, you know, he, he missed, in my opinion, what looked like pretty open receivers. I mean, you know, you you saw at least twice that he didn't hit them on, um, and it could have been just miscommunication. Um, what are your thoughts about C.J. Stroud's performance today? I mean, he he played a, a good game. I thought, like, you know, he was really good with the football. I feel like he didn't really have any, almost any t- turnover turnover worthy throws. You know, um, I you know, I mean, it, it. I don't think you can really talk bad about Stroud after this game. To me, it just kind of. I thought we we at points we got dominated up front. Um, it, it stopped us. It stopped us from running the ball consistently in the second half, um, and then it also. Um, I mean, what can I say? I, I mean, in play action passes in the second half. Uh, I mean, I mean, Stroud was almost getting his head taken off because they kept on sending blisses and stuff. Um, I, I, you know, it. it it's 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 tough. I mean, like you said, there's no one person you could put it on. I mean, I, I the crazy thing is that Nico Collins had almost 200 yards today, and nobody else literally did anything. I mean, Brevin had a few big plays, but um, you know, Noah Brown didn't do anything. You know, um, Mechie, uh, you know, almost had a touchdown, almost had a a, a really clutch third down conversion. Now, I mean, now that Tank is out, you know, unfortunately. It's gonna force uh, it's gonna force Mechie to like really take a bigger role in this offense, and uh, you know hopefully we can see him make some plays because uh, I mean he he's gonna have all the opportunities in the world to now you know. 
I mean, so I, I, I think that the the drop by Noah, because that was a pretty pretty good pass. He just didn't, you know, catch it. Um, that that was a big deal. The drop by Brevin Jordan was another big deal. Both of those would have been easy, um, you know, easy first downs, um, and those were hard drops. Um, Noah Brown had a bad day today, in my opinion, and that wasn't necessarily, you know, not because he wasn't getting open. He got open a few times. The, the issue was that he, you know, when you have a drop in those critical moments, that, that changes the game. And you had you had that with uh, Mechie, Brevin, Jordan, and Noah Brown. So it was, you know, three times you had uh, an issue with three different receivers. Um, Nico Collins, as you said, balled the hell out. Um, it 12, 12 targets, nine catches, 191 yards, one touchdown. Um, so that was definitely in, in, insane. I mean, I was expecting Tank Dell obviously to have a big game. I played him in fantasy, um, and obviously that that hurt me. But it, but you know, obviously we don't know whether Tank Dell is going to be out for the year. No, he's um, out. He's out for the year. It's a fracture. Oh, did they rule it? Yeah, it's rule out. It? It's out. He's done. You know? Oh damn! I must have missed that. I watched the press conference, and D'Amico at that time said we don't know yet, so he's out for the year. Um, mm-hmm. That 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 obviously sucks, man. Um, yeah. Um, other parts of the game, I mean, like Russell Wilson didn't have like the best game here, right? Um, he had, uh, you know, he threw twenty six times, fifty seven percent. And when I say not the ba- not a good game, I mean he threw three interceptions. Um, he had one TD, a hundred less than two hundred passing yards. So didn't have the best game. Our defense really held him. Um, would you say that this is more that he beat himself? Or you think our defense just, you know, beat him because of the pressure? Well. Well, we would. We, I mean, let's face it. I mean, Will was whooping McGlinchey's ass for a pretty much good, you know, a good part of the game. Uh, like, like Moco Joe says, as good as Will's numbers were, impact, you know, Sean and the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, listen, bro. Like, we just whooped his ass, you know. So, so fucking pause. We just whooped his ass so hard that you know, it. I mean. Uh, first, firstly, like like we said, the first pick was was off, two of the picks were off of pressure. The third pick was off of like a um, it might have had some pressure there, but it was it was like a rolling coverage. You know, it was like a I don't know if it was like an inverted cover two or something, but he he didn't expect Stingley to have half of that field, half of that, um, you know, be sinking like that. So I mean, I, I say you gotta you gotta give the the hat to the defense. You know, the defense played its ass off today and. I mean, this is why you, you know, you get a defensive coach. This is why you draft defensive players high um, to make plays like this. And I mean, our, I mean, our guys, Will Anderson and Stingley, man, like they dominated the game. It's nothing else to say. Like we, they, like we all were waiting for, you know, what I'm saying, uh, uh, Stingley and uh, uh, Stingley and and uh, fucking Anderson to dominate a game, and that's what they did. They won us this game. You know what I mean? So, you know. It's like it's like D'Amico said last week, you know, coverage and pressure, the marriage of the two. Uh, we finally saw that today. You know what I'm saying? We we forced the ball out, you know. We forced the ball out and, you know, uh, they, you know, we, our DBs made plays, you know. All right, so let me switch back to the – because I agree with you 100%. It's really – like, it really – like, we, we showed up uh, today on the D-line, which we yeah. really haven't done yeah. – honestly like this throughout the entire season. But if I want to get back to the offense, because I had like, I, I am a, I'm probably one of Bobby Sulk's biggest defenders, but this is where I have to say, like I, I struggled today. Um, giving Damian Pierce 15 carries 
when you know he had one big run. Um, what was his biggest run? Twenty-two yards, I believe. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, it's two point seven yards per carry. He did have that touchdown. Uh, total of forty-one yards. Um, how many times are you going to ask him to run the ball on first down and not get uh, more than two yards and get okay, do it again? I, I don't understand that. It made no sense. Um, it just it. I mean. It gave me bad vibes. What do you think about, you know, the run game today? Well, I mean, um, a lot of those – like, Pierce had some good, really good runs too, I thought. It was just like – it comes down to it, man. I mean, um, our guys just didn't block well. Main, I mean, like, you could, you could say the play calling was bad. Um, you know, you could say that, but a lot of the plays were just poorly executed and also – they didn't, um, you know, they, they, we kept calling play action rollouts out of single back with no one coming across the line and they kept blitzing, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it, it took us too long. Well, I mean, I can't even say it took us too long. It took us. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, if the defense would have given up a touchdown on the last drive, you really can't like, I mean, that we gave them chances to fucking win the game. I mean, and we took loss after loss after loss at the end of the, at the end of the day. And, you know, I, I just, it, it was frustrating. I mean, to me, like it, it, I was frustrated, you know, um, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Slowick is still young and he, um, he needs, a, a, a he needs to grow a little bit. You know I mean? He, he, you know, he's like, a, I mean, how old is he now, bro? Like he's like, he's, he's, he's not younger than me. Uh, he's, he's like, like 35, like 30, yeah, 35, 36, you know? So, I mean, like, you know, there, there will be growing pains there. I mean, um, I think that he has moments of brilliance and then he has moments of just like, what the hell are you doing? But I mean, it's just, you know, it's part of the journey I'm growing with them, you know? So that's, that's yeah. I mean, I, I will say that um, I am now 100% on your get back out off this team trade. Um, I mean, no, don't say that. Up. Don't don't say it. it's I mean, not get it's not get him off the team, bro. I'm not saying like it's not that hardcore, bro. You know, um, he screwed up a, a, a great special teams play. Um, he he basically uh, has not done in the passing game. He's essentially worthless. Um, and I'm not saying he's even the worst run blocker. Um, but the thing is, is that he doesn't do enough to be on the field. In, in my opinion, he just doesn't do enough. Um, there's players out there that should be on the, on the field more than him. Yeah. Um, and the fact is when you're screwing up also a great special teams play, it's like, get that, shut the yeah, hell up. Tough. Not it's to tough. mention the penalty too, that, that he had not just on special teams play, but I mean, you have to be able to do something to, in order to get those amount of snaps. Yeah. And he's not earning his, his, well, his, the reason to be out there. I feel like we, 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 and it's just like I always say, like, I feel like our offense already, we don't have that many burners, like, especially with Tank out now. We don't have that many burners. I probably think Brevin Jordan probably needs a little bit more run because I think he's a little bit more explosive than, than Schultz now at this point. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they, uh, how they, uh, you know, how they uh, build around not having Tank, you know? Um, so, we're going to have to find a way to, to, to really make up for him not being there. But it, it's just like, to me, we just have to, uh, I mean, like what Mo Drove said, like, you know, 
play we got to play the Stroud strengths and right. um you know I think our offense is just better like right now we're better with we have more team speed we get more explosive plays without Beck on the field you know and I think that you know the thing is is that Bobby wants to take all these play action deep shots and I think having a fullback possibly gives you like obviously would give you a little bit more quarterback protection when you're taking when you having all these play action to uh, uh, roll out bootlegs and you know and taking shots off of them. The thing is, is that instead of having the fullback out on the on the um, it, 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 instead of having the fullback, you know, as the guy coming around to help, you know, help seal the edge for the quarterback, so that your five hundred million dollar quarterback isn't getting his head knocked off every damn play. Um, you you have to you know maybe roll a tight end back in from outside. I know we've done that. Like maybe have a, maybe have a, uh, you know, the tight end, you know, kind of, you know, come back to make sure, you know, the, the edge is sealed before he leaks out. Maybe use a receiver there. Um, we didn't do that that much today. We kind of just left Stroud out there to die several times and, you know, they took advantage of it. So, you know, um, it's, it's, uh, it's tough, bro. You know? I, I, and I agree. Um, and we can't forget about special teams. Um, you know, we I've given lots of shit to Matt Amendola, and rightly so. Um, but he made all three of his field goals. Longest one was 38 yards, so it was nothing crazy. But he did make all three field goals, and we needed every single one of them. Um, Cameron Johnson had a punt seven times. Um, he averaged 50.6 yards, and two of them were inside the 20. Uh, and in all reality, uh, we had a couple punts where we – where we were like at the 30 line. Like, I mean, we did not help our punter out at all. Um, and like I said, one of the great punts um, that we would have pinned on back probably, I think was like the 15. And that's when Beck had that penalty because he ripped off the helmet. Um, our, our special teams wise, Matt Amendola, Cameron Johnson did their job. Um, you know, so I got to ask you uh, here, if you had to give the game ball, let's, let's play this. So who would you give the game ball to? Um, I, I feel like you got to give it to to Stingley, man. Uh, I, I was having trouble with this one, thinking about it before, and uh, man, I'm, I mean, it's between Will Anderson or Stingley for me. But I feel like you got to give it to Stingley, bro. Them two picks were just, you know, crazy, man. Oh shit! Yeah, man. no, no, I, I, um, I completely agree with you. Um, and and so let me tell you that I. I I probably, if you didn't say Stingley, I probably would have given it to Stingley. But because you gave it to Stingley, I'm going to give it to uh, Will Anderson. Um, you know, the two sacks, the, the the pass deflection, the amount of pressure. I think he had seven in the first half alone. Um, so, I mean, game record is the definition of what both of these players are. And Will Anderson, I mean, Russell Wilson is going to be having nightmares about Will Anderson tonight. Um, I mean, he definitely put not just put on the pressure. You've you felt Will Anderson pause. Like if you're Russell Wilson, you felt him. Um, so I, I, I think he, I think he deserves the game ball. Um, yeah. We're and, also seeing y'all in the chat saying Nico Collins. I mean, shit, you can't, you can't, I mean, bro, you can't say enough about Nico also, bro. Like Nico, I mean, bro, how about this dog in the red zone? Nico really, you know, routing, routing whoever the hell was holding them at the top of the route. You know what I'm saying? Creating separation. 
and, you know, scoring a touchdown, you know. Uh, bro, I mean, he was the offense to start off. I mean, he had about, like, he had, like, 100 catches on – 100 yards on three catches, you know what I'm saying? So, you got to – you got to – you know, he's up there too for sure, man, you know. Yeah, uh, so let's address this question. Did they really set up Tank to block for that rushing TD, or was he just in the way? So I got to see the, the play again. Do you remember? Do you remember the play? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the play, but I, I don't think my analysis is going to be much until I see the All-22. It did look like he's, they set him up um, to actually block. And and I know that after the fact, because of the injury, we can say, um, why did you do that? But they have done that before. And listen, he's not the best blocker, but he has made some good blocks. And he's in the NFL, man. I mean, he's made blocks. He hasn't you know, really gotten hurt or anything like this because of, of contact. Um, I I understand this is probably unpopular opinion because of what happened, but using him as a blocker isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. I understand why you wouldn't want him. He's the smallest guy in the field. Um, but I also think putting him out there was an, a way also to kind of have a decoy um, to because, you know, obviously you don't want them thinking that you're just going to run the ball. And you want to think that, you know, it's a pass situation. Putting Tank out there does actually kind of, fool them a little bit. Um, so I, I don't know if I'm going to disagree with how they use Tank. I, I just think the result sucks, obviously, especially since he's out for the year. But um, uh, another thing I'll mention is when they asked CJ Stroud about uh, his injury, I he had a whole back tears, man. I mean, this dude really, they, those two really have a bond. Like it's, and it's more than just being on a team too. I think like because they're on the same team, they, they really are best friends. Like they've said that before. And he had a whole back tears, man. So hopefully Tank Dell comes back full force, and I believe he will, um, you know, next season. Um, but uh, Ant-Man saying here, remember the years of all defense and no offense. We got the offense to help a good defense. I mean, I mean, I, I agree that we, that we obviously have the quarterback and we have the receivers. Um, and like I said, I normally stick up for Bobby Sloan. I don't think today was his best play calling. I think that, you know, Using Damian Pierce and running on first down is is cannot be a winning formula. Um, you know, if you're going to try to do it, at least do it with Singletary. But I mean, you know, he didn't he didn't run every single play, but enough to where it was over and over again, and it was not successful at all. And it's not like I don't want them to run the ball. I they I I mean, obviously we're in the space earlier today. And I said they had to run the ball, mm-hmm. but you but there's a way to do it where it's effective. And you, you shouldn't do it where you're running on first down. And you know, this is a this is a horrible rush defense, a horrible rush defense. And we were horrible running the ball against them. Yeah. We, we should have made adjustments because we should have ran the ball much more successfully than we did. The fact is that we had so many negative yards that we put CJ Strout in a third and ten or third and thirteen. Um, you know, uh, situation. The O line wasn't protecting him. The O line um, didn't seem to help the run game or CJ Stroud. Um, they were putting up, putting up the pressure, and we were just forcing CJ to say, "Hey, play hero ball," because you're in third and long, anywhere from third and ten to third and thirteen or third and twenty. You know, uh, you know. So uh, I don't think we did any help. Uh, we didn't really help with the run game, and we didn't do really help a lot with the play calling. In, in my it, it's hard for me to blame, you know what I'm saying, the running back when I'm looking at the running back getting smacked to hell, like, as soon as he's touching the ball, you know. Uh, so I think that, you know, it's it's hard it's hard to blame him, you know what I mean? And I, I, I will say this, like, you know, Moko Drew, 
Moko Joe said the same shit earlier in the in the chat. Like it's like um, eleven personnel, spread them out. Like I know it's not what you want to do. I know that you want to be John Gruden and Kyle Shanahan and run this, you know, under center offense and you know have this, you know, all this shiny shit. But at the end of the day, bro, like it's okay to spread teams out and you know just like literally just try to pick apart a mismatch. I mean, I would rather have that, you know, have Stroud, you know, take a quick drop and just throw an option route, you know what I'm saying, to like Brevin Jordan or like, you know, uh, hell, Woods or, you know, even Nico, you know, in the slot or some more or just wherever, uh, rather than running it on first down when your line is just completely getting, getting you know, their shit pushed back every fucking, you know, time you try. I, I, I get it. I get what they want to do. Like, and it just always goes back to the identity of the team. Like, this has been my problem with Slowick. It's like you have this idea, Slowick and D'Amico, you have this idea of what you want the team to be, and it's a great idea. Like, it's like you want to be this physical team that can run the ball every first down whenever they want and not take losses and, and have, like, at least three to four yards, you know, two, three, four-yard gains every first down. And, like, like I said, and then, you know, and then once teams start creeping up, you know, Go over, go over the top. You know, I get it, and it's a great idea. But the thing is, is that we can't really. We're just not that imposing right now. Our, our strength is our quarterback. We drafted a quarterback at two overall. We have a quarterback that's second in the league as of right now. I believe maybe even first. I don't know what he is right now, but second in the league overall in passing yards. You know, what I mean, has one of the the best um, you know interception touchdown ratios in the NFL. Um, you know, solid completion percentage. Like at this point, you kind of have to get off your like morals and shit and just be like, listen, like, let's say some shit for the, the off season. Like, like we, mm-hmm. we can address this shit in the off season and we can become the team we want to after the off season right now, what gives us the best chance, chance to win games right now? I can't really say that using a fullback on so many snaps uh, you know, like we're like bottom eight in the league in in uh, in uses of uh, we will have a, a video about this coming out this week. Shameless plug. But, you know, it's already recorded. But we're one of the we're one of like the bottom eight teams in the NFL in terms of like, you know, using three receiver sets, you know, um, despite, you know, being one of the most explosive teams in the NFL in three receiver sets. Like, yeah. it's just little shit like that that's just mind-boggling to me. And then I, I just wonder, like I always say, like, if if you can, you know, maybe maybe you should really try to, to, to just come out and spread teams out when you're not having the success. And then maybe you get, you know, you get three or four yards, you know, quick screen to Nico early. Then maybe you spread them out. Maybe the next first down maybe could get, you know, come out in a shotgun. You know what I'm saying? Spread it out and then just, you know, see see what Pierce could get out of the shotgun. See what Singletary can get out of the shotgun, you know. But we haven't really tried that stuff yet. And I understand it's like kind of like a deviation from the, the typical Shanahan scheme. But we saw him do that before. Like I've seen him do sets that, that I haven't seen San Francisco use before. So it's just kind of like to me, I'm just like, bro, it's not like I'm saying, he, oh, Bobby Slowick, your ass. I'm just saying like. They have an idea of what they are and, or what they want to be, and it's not really matching up to where they are right now. To me. So, I mean, you said a lot there, and I, and I have two points that I, that I wanted to discuss. One is I understand why you wouldn't want to blame the running back, but I will say that um, there was a carry where um, he 
clearly was supposed to run on the inside and he saw that um, the, the the blocking wasn't there. He bounced out and was going outside. Um, I was watching it saying, go outside, go outside, go outside. And then he went outside. Like, and you saw him hesitate, right? Because he actually stepped up, pulled back, and then ran out. That is something that's indicative of what we've been seeing with Damian Pierce is that he's slower. In fact, that run that I think he got four or five yards on that, um, we were already in the red zone. That should have been a touchdown, frankly, um, because he was late. Uh, if, if he would have seen it literally a second or a second and a half sooner, that would have been a touchdown. His lack of vision, his, his inability to make quick decisions is w- what I'm seeing that that's partly his fault. Now, you can understand. I understand that, you know, we're getting a lot of run blitzes. And so, you know, the line isn't really helping him out. But when you're seeing poor decisions being made or or slow decisions being made, it, 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 you have to ask yourself, why is or is he getting all the carries? Why is he in Singletary? All of a sudden, Singletary's out when he had the two best running games this season on our squad. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It honestly feels like they're force-feeding Pierce, and I'm not here for that. I mean, it, it literally makes no sense to me whatsoever. You're, you're on mute. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I see that, like, you know, I think Pierce, like, I was joking on the phone, like, you know what I mean, while the game was going on, I was like, Pierce runs straight forward, bro. Like, you know, he is the guy that just runs straight forward, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all I can say. Like, <laughs> Pierce see, Pierce go. Like, you know, I, <laughs> I mean, Pierce attack, you know, like, I – He's hot. I mean, He's like, you know, Pierce like, smash. <laughs> just go. Like, you know, so I mean, maybe like, like I said, like, I don't think you should run zone plays with Pierce. Like, you have to run gap with him and just yeah. be like, listen, bro, no matter what, this is where the play is going and we're gonna block it. The thing is, is like I don't I don't know how many of these, you know, I, I, I don't really know the play calls, you know, obviously, you know. So uh I think it's just like, you know, I it, like, but like I said too, he he definitely there was like obviously there's some that he he picked the wrong hole, but there are some that were just doomed from the start, you know. So it's yeah. it's I don't think we're we're not we're we just have to I'm not you know we just have to find ways to run the ball and I mean yeah if 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 Singletary can can do better in this situation then I mean yeah he should he should get the the bulk of the carries, you know, and um, that's pretty much it. You know, uh, we just got to see what happens. I mean, we got a good defense next week that we're playing. Um, so we'll see how they, how they, how they fare with it, you know? Yeah, no, 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 I, I agree. I mean, uh, um, it, it's, you're right that I shouldn't blame Pierce a hundred percent, but I just, like I said, it just makes no sense um, why you wouldn't give that to, to Singletary. But um you know, we, we have playoff implications. So let's... playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. <laughs> right. So uh, yes, we are in a playoff push. Um, we, so here's some of the things that actually impacted the Colts won in overtime against the Titans. It was 25, 25 going into overtime. The Colts won by a field goal. Um, the Texans and the Colts are now seven, five. The Colts are ahead of us. We are still third in the division being at seven, five. Um, the Colts whooped the Steelers 24 and 3. That makes the Steelers 7 4. The tight the Titans are now 4 and 8. The Steelers and, lost uh, today, by the way. They lost. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. The Cardinals whooped whoop the Steelers. They're seven and five. They're seven and five. The Steelers are seven and five. 
Yeah, they're seven and five after the loss. Yeah. Okay. Um, the and just for um, uh, clarification's sake, just in terms of of our division, right? The Titans have only won four games. Um, the Patriots have only won two. The worst, the worst in our our division, not necessarily to worry about from a from a playoff perspective. Um, yes, you're right. Steelers are seven out of five. But here's the num- number one thing: is that the Texans have a 72% chance now to make the playoffs because we beat the Broncos according to the simulations that are, are, are that are basically done immediately afterwards. Um, we now have a 72% chance. So basically, um, you know, we, we really can only lose two games and make the playoffs. And, you know, in the space earlier, I said, we can we we can lose a Broncos game and still make the playoffs. This makes it a little easier because we like I think we both agreed, Leo, that this was going to come down to the last two minutes, right? Like I know some people thought it was going to be a blow up, but I was like, this is probably going to come down to a field goal, and it was pretty damn close. Um, that that it it, it, uh, it didn't come next to a field goal, but it came down to the last you know 15 seconds, and I think that you know this gives us a better chance, obviously, of making the playoffs because. We could still we still have two games that we could lose and make the playoffs. So the fact is that we won this game. The Colts are doing a lot better than I thought. Um, I had them pegged as a six game uh, uh, winning six games. They lost their quarterback and and are still winning games. Um, I also had us pegged at seven games. So um, so we've already meeting met sorry meeting uh, we've already met my prediction for the Texans. So at this point. Um, it's pretty much gravy as far as my predictions are concerned. Um, but that's what we have going on with the playoff implications. Um, Leo, what do you think about our chances for the playoffs and, uh, and the Texans moving forward? Man, I mean, I'm just kind of – I just can't understand how the Colts keep winning games. Uh, I guess they're like Quinn and Nelson and <laughs> – Quinn and Nelson and, uh, you know, uh, their line is just that strong to where, you know – and I mean, you know, they have playmakers around them, and uh, you know, Shane Steichen is calling good games. They're just kind of, you know, fighting along and you know, making their way. Their defense is playing decently, so I keep waiting for them to fall off, and they just haven't yet. Uh, I know that they've had a lot of, they've had a very, very favorable schedule. I mean, you know, bro, like, I mean, we we. We've had uh, – I feel like, obviously, we play, like, similar teams. But, like, dude, I mean, you know, them getting the 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 the, uh, the Patriots game when they did was just, I mean, a blessing. You know I mean? I wish we got to play the Patriots, you know, you know, one of those weeks. And, you know, so – but it is what it is. Like, you know, we beat, we, we've had to play good teams and, you know, we've beat them and they beat some good teams too. But, you know – I, I'm happy that you know the the the, the Steelers lost because I was going to ask you. So now that we we have the same record as them, is there three playoff teams from the AFC South in right now? Technically, uh, technically, yeah. I mean, because it's Jacks Colts us, um, right. and and that that is pretty crazy, right? Um, because we're supposed to be one of the weakest divisions in in football right now, but right. that's not the case. Yeah. So it is pretty crazy. Um, I, I will say that I, I mean I think the our playoff chances are obviously very very high. Uh, the stats also say it. We play the Jets next week, uh, December tenth. Aaron Rodgers will not be back uh, for that. Um, they're they're still predicting that if he does come back, that he would come back on the twenty fourth. 
Um, so obviously we don't have to worry about Aaron Rodgers. The Jets defense is going to be strong. So that, you know, this is not a gimme um, just because, you know, they're with Boyle um, or Zach Wilson and they don't have a quarterback doesn't mean their defense will give us troubles. You know, um, pick sixes are a thing. Um, so, you know, they can put up points on the, on the board with their defense. Then we got the Titans. Um, the Titans just went head to head against the Colts, um, barely losing. Um, you know, so again, none of these games are gimmies. Um, I, I think Jeffrey I'm, Jeffrey Simmons is out. Like, think they think he had a serious knee injury today. By the way, so oh, do you think he's out for the season? That's what they're saying. You know, it might okay. it might be. So, I mean, he was like their their kind of last. I mean, he's like basically the best player on their team, basically outside of Henry. You know, um, but Henry got hurt today too. So, you know, I mean, it sucks to be them. You know, but we'll see what happens. You know, um, their line is just their line is just in shambles right now. And now that Simmons is out, both of their lines are in shambles right now. So we should we should win both of the games. You know, uh, no, no, I, I agree. I think we should win the, the Jets game. I think we should win the Titans game. The Browns game is the one that I'm most worried about um, because of their defense. I mean, they're literally the number one defense. Mm-hmm. Um then we play the Titans again. So, you know, we have a chance of sweeping them. And then the one that really matters is the Colts. Yeah. Um, the That's the one that could potentially determine if we make it into the wild card or not. Um, this season, uh, the playoff push really probably will come down to the last game of the season. We're going to have to beat the Colts because they already beat us once. Um, so we can't let them beat us twice. And so that is going to be the challenging thing. Um, the Colts have the easiest schedule left in the AFC South. Um, so they have some very favorable matchups coming. So this is, in my opinion, this comes down to the last week um, of football. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, we just got to handle our business, bro. And just, you know, we just got to make sure we just handle our business. And, you know, the thing is, is that, I mean, maybe it will, but maybe those tiebreakers end up, end up like, you know, serving us well bro you know so you know you hope that it doesn't it doesn't necessarily you want to give yourself a little leeway but i think you know we have to beat them in the end in the end anyway you know you don't want to you know you don't want to get swept by any division opponent and uh you know i think we owe them we we have to we we should win this game going there with the mindset that we got to win this game regardless you know so yeah bro i think we have all these games are winnable and we got to do what it takes to win, though. We have to. We have to. Uh, I mean, without tanking, it, it, it's tough. It's tough to see, you know. But I mean, I, I I expect this this you know this team to kind of find a way. I think, um, you know, with with Tank being down, man, maybe we see you know different uses of Mechie, different uses of Brevin Jordan. You know, what I'm saying maybe we can see some, you know, different ways to move the ball, also, bro. So you never know, bro. Yeah, I think we should hopefully see some more Xavier Hutchison. I'm not sure if we'll see a lot of Mechie because, as I mentioned before, I think they're holding on or or not really pushing John Mechie out there for health reasons. You know, he obviously had the ACL issue, then he had leukemia, then he had a hamstring. He just hasn't stayed healthy. So um, I I think that's part of of the reason why they're keeping him out. Um, I do think that they would show more um, of Xavier Hutchison. He had that 34-yard catch last time. 
Um, but I think that that's what it is. Um, so guys, we're going to end, end this. I just want to say thank you for uh, staying with us for the first episode of Texans 22. Um, we will be pushing this out on our podcast, which will be um, the audio podcast, which I'll release the links out um, on, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Brown Chubby Baron, and you can follow Leo at, at Lewis Forgiven. Um, so thanks for uh, joining us here. Leo, any last words? Nah, man. Go Texans, bro. It was a great win today, man. You know, that's – I mean, like I said earlier, um, this is probably the most mentally tough team I've seen since, you know, the Gary Kubiak years, you know what I mean, uh, battling through injuries and stuff, man. You know, so it, I'm proud of them, man, you know. Awesome. All right, guys, thanks again. Go Texans. Texans 22, breaking it down. Podcast got the city vibing to the sound. Special guests dropping knowledge so true. Texans, damn, this one's for you.